Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 97 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. For but, now. Yeah, I forgot for a second what that was. Oh, we have contention. Mm-hmm. For the belt. <laughs> for the title, a title contender for mm-hmm. our belt. Uh, tonight we have uh, January PlayStation Plus games. Final Fantasy VII Remake demo has leaked. A big title joins Xbox Game Pass. Vince Pella will head another studio over at EA. There was a collection of PS2 RPGs that people have been asking for that apparently did not make it out of the... What do you call it? Profitability stage is what they say. That is specifically what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sony announces that they're going to be at CES in a big way. Could we possibly see a PlayStation 5 reveal? We will also discuss our 2020 preview including some new hardware. There's a bunch of new hardware that's coming out this year. That's why I listed everything out. Hopefully. Hopefully. Maybe There's only not. two confirmed. <laughs> there are only two confirmed. Everything else is up in the air. There's actually three confirmed. And I think the third one is a... Is a the, it's the last one on the list, but I think it's a shoe in I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Cesar Concepcion II. Uh, yeah. Cesar, how do you do? Uh-huh. Doing good. How about you? Wonderful. Yeah. We just got done with a, a very exciting opening day of playoff football. It was actually very good. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Games. It wasn't blowouts like it normally is. Where both, we're like, why don't just watch? Both games were damn good. Like when I sent you that text about the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. And I, was, and I was like, what did I just happen? What just happened? Yeah. I had to watch it. I was like, what is this? That was a weird thing. He just kind of tossed the ball away to the official, and that was that. But apparently, it happens all the time. So oh it man, I was laughing because the guy's like, common sense must prevail. Yeah. I mean, obviously the play was dead. Yeah, that's why you have the side judges and everything to decide that. See, the TV looks fine from here. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, is it I, just a distance thing? Maybe, because I was fine. I don't know what you're talking about, because I was sitting there the whole time. I'm at war with this TV, man. I'm trying to replace it so bad. Maybe because you should sit back further. Is that what it is? Maybe. It's all about the viewing angle sometimes. Maybe it's not a good viewing angle up close. That might be it. I might be fine. I don't see it that streak. It looks fine. It looks good here. I don't see that streak in the glass from here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll get onto that. Uh, you ready to start up on news? Sure. Anything exciting happen we got to do before news? Nah. Nothing crazy. We talked about streaming, but it's already late. We were watching football, so that kind of took precedence. We'll get around to it. One day. Are we going to stream anything for Metroid? Are we going to do any of that? You said you already started it. Yeah, but I can start over again. It's fucking Metroid. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Right. I don't know where I'm at. I'm walking around, looking at maps. I'm trying to decipher it. I'm looking at maps in the sun. I'm like... Throwing lemon juice, throwing it in an oven. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So you were playing that's uh, Star Tropics. You're playing the wrong game, sir. You're supposed to be playing Metroid. <laughs> and I'm finding some kind of message on the Declaration of Independence. So <laughs> with the bifocals, yeah. with the different changing lenses. I said the only way I can beat fucking Metroid. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> I printed out a map at work. I forgot to bring it home. So what I was thinking is with the Switch, I forgot that it's like you can hand off the controller like online. So we could we could hook the Switch up and stream it from there and just and trade off. And play online. You know what I mean? Mm. We could go that route. I think it'd be fun. I don't know. It seems like for me to do Metroid, I have to be locked in the room for no outside world. And it's a, But it's a game we need to struggle through together and laugh at and do our usual what, bullshit. What I'll do is just print out life-size uh, eight, eight by 11 and a half pages of so uh, recreating, recreating the map and posting them on the wall. It's so extreme. And I'll just draw the little lines and like, okay, I'm here right here now. and You're going to look like the Always Sunny uh, from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, Philadelphia. It all leads to this here, and I'm fucking dying at the end of the game. Like, fuck this game. And then we just give up and do Justin Bailey, or we're playing on Switch and do the. Uh, does that one have one of the SP modes where it just puts you at the mm-hmm. end with all the? Items? There's two okay. SP modes. I looked at them. Like, There's mm-hmm. two of them for Metroid. Yeah, I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm fucking using you later. We can do those on January 31st. You know, it doesn't get easier next month. 
for uh, the Game Boy version of Metroid 2. That is an obtuse-ass game. Mm. I don't think it's as long, though. And if we really follow a fact, I think we can knock it out pretty quick. I have that on the 3DS, so we can use that. So I was thinking, if we streamed here, I'll just hook up the Super Game Boy and go that route, if we wanted to. But that doesn't give us save states or anything. We don't have a capture device for 3DS. No, that would require us to bust that thing open. I've got one I could sacrifice. It's a possibility. <laughs> you ready? Mm. You ready to consoleize a 3DS mm. to get some video capture from it? For, for that one game. For one month yeah. of, a th- of a Game Boy game? Yeah. <laughs> no, let's not do that. That does not sound like a good idea. Mm-mm. All right, so our PlayStation Plus uh, January games. We already knew what we were getting from Xbox. It was a pretty good list. Sticks, uh, Batman, Telltale. Um, Jurassic Park was this past month, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, Tekken mm. 6. Tekken 6 was one of them. It was one of the good games. Fuck it. Uh, look back two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> the last one Cesar was not on. Uh, so for PlayStation this month, you get the Uncharted, Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection, and Goat Simulator. This news comes from Polygon via the PlayStation blog. I didn't know that the Nathan Drake Collection was done by Bluepoint. Yes. I didn't know that was one of their joints. Yep. That's so, why a lot of people have made comments about Sony's going to buy Bluepoint before that. Uh, they got to. Before they unveil their PS5 that project. That dumbass rumor I read. I didn't even put it on our news because it was so dumb. Please share it, even though it's not a news. No, Please share it. Was it. so dumb. Throw it out there. Let's just discuss. Somebody on Reddit, it was like, they had a hot tip that uh, Sony was going to buy Bethesda in all the studios. Okay, moving along. Yeah, get, I told you. Uh, <laughs> and that, uh, what was it, uh, the Star Star game was canceled. Star Project Starfield or whatever yep. they're calling that thing. And then they were going all in on the Elder Scrolls Six. Oh god, that the whole form was so funny. They're like, "What?" Everybody's like, "What the fuck wow. did I just read?" Somebody's like, oh, "They would buy Blue Point Games before they fucking buy Vesta." Do you know what? Now that you, I mean, you've noted that, and the rumor's stupid as it is. There's no mm-hmm. way that happens. We'll see what happens. But when you had, if you had said a couple years ago, maybe two years ago, that Elder Scrolls Six would be like pushed ahead, a single player, you know. No, no microtransactions. You look at where gaming's come in the past mm-hmm. like two or three years because they were, I mean, they're still making money uh, on Elder Scrolls Online, right? That kind of flopped out of the gate and now they're just, they're supporting it nonstop. Yeah. And I think that was part of the argument at the time is we don't need Elder Scrolls 6 right now because we're still doing, we're still supporting Elder Scrolls Online super heavy. And, um, but your recent success with, and that falls in line with the Sony thing, but your recent success with Spider-Man and God of War and um, all these first party titles, Uncharted, you know, all these first-party titles that are story-driven and and are selling with their own ecosystems. Mm-hmm. And you can make the argument that uh, time is right for uh, the Elder Scrolls Six, But that uh, that rumor has got to be crazy bonkers. No, that's <laughs> Just the, shake your head. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've read in my life. That's why I didn't even put it in there. I'm like, what the fuck am I reading? Pure madness. That's the, I mean, usually, most most time people throw Microsoft in there with, instead of Sony because, you know, Microsoft got that type of money. Yep. They'll splash I it mean, around. Bethesda, it's not going without... I mean, I can see it happening, but they would... Bethesda, Zenimax, what does that get you? Doom? Elder Scrolls? According to the rumors, they get everybody. So, which would be Tango, Arcane ah. Studios, the Internal Studios. Arcane? I forget about Arcane. Id Software. Wolfenstein? First party Wolfenstein. That's, that's crazy. Sony's cooking some shit up, but it's not that, I'm pretty sure. No, I mean, you remember Jim Ryan was uh, saying that... They were only going to buy stuff that made sense. That that would just that doesn't make sense. That's just them buying stuff to buy stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, I know we were both day one adopters in Nathan Drake collection. We were looking forward to that. Do you have mm -hmm. a digital copy yet, or is this going to add to your digital collection? I think I jumped on the digital copy when there's like ten dollars. When they were every time I something's like ten or less, I just jump on a digital copy wise. Yeah. I was like, why not? But I, I'm pretty sure we, there was a point we they had it on sale for ten bucks. I've jumped on it three games for ten. I was like, yeah, why not? Listeners, if you've never played these Uncharted games and you have a PS4, please God download this game. Uh, starting Tuesday, January seventh is what they know. You should be playing these. Probably Tuesday through Thursday. You can beat one a day if you don't go to work or eat or anything. Just yep, stop living. <laughs> just power through. Yep. Uh, Goat Simulator, any thoughts? Uh, yeah, I played it. I think that was one of those early games that came out right around when the PS4 launched. Mm -hmm. um, I played a little bit of it, and I don't know if I own it or not. I'm pretty sure if I played it, I do own it, because we, we didn't did. have the luxury of it back then. Maybe a demo? Mm, I probably own it. I don't know. I don't have any much interest in Goat Simulator. I'll um, download it because it's free and maybe try it out. And see what it's like. It's uh, when I went to Arkansas, hang out with my cousin. That was one of the free games on um, Game Pass. Mm. And the kids there love Go Simulator. I don't get it. It so looks random. It's it, you just do random bullshit. It's kind of like in the whole vine uh, vein of uh, Minecraft, where gotcha. you get this open world, and it's like just go be a goat. It's I don't know. I mean, there's not really an end game. There's a whole bunch of different tasks you can do in there, mm. but it's just it's just you like become the demon god and or, or demon goat they call it and you have to like bring use your tongue to drag somebody to the <laughs> the devil circle and sacrifice them and then you become like a it's just like bullshit like that All right, random bullshit yeah it sounds like untitled goose game take a random ass animal get put some basic gaming tasks in there and wrap it up in a mm -hmm. cute bow it works those are your two PlayStation games. Uh, speaking of PlayStation games, Final Fantasy 7 remake demo has leaked and been played through can actually watch the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised they haven't pushed it out there because of it, but I'm assuming it comes out on Tuesday. They're, they're waiting for some sort of announcement. You, well, you think the demo comes out Tuesday? It'll, it'll probably come out whenever they do the next PlayStation Store update. Uh, they haven't, I mean, they're still technically out for the holidays. They already extended the sale until, I think, the 15th. So. That was right. So, they, I mean, if the new games are coming out on the 7th, I imagine it may, it may just pop up on there on the 7th. Um, Gamatsu notes the introduction scene for Final Fantasy VII Remake demo has leaked online. A link to the file server hosting the demo and among files for various other games. The PlayStation Store listing of which leaked last week was posted by Twitter user. YouTube user blank. We're not going to name these people because they're going to get the ban hammer dropped on them. <laughs> Something fierce. Uh, the full game was reportedly also listed in the same file server but has already been removed. Yeah, whatever file server they're using in Sony... The load images and all that stuff. They, I figured they would have learned by now after the Resident Evil Three st stuff uh, yep. leaked. That like, okay, maybe we need something different. But after this, <laughs> and now they, they should. Just, I yeah. forgot they just got hit. Yeah, yeah. People played through this whole fucking game and posted a uh, or through the whole demo and posted images of it and everything. Yeah, I saw they put Red Thirteen and all that stuff. Like what he looks like. And I've not seen that yet. Mm -hmm. How does he look? Pretty good. Pretty awesome. Yeah, they they also data mine. They found out the there's some PC code on there, which we all knew was eventually going to come to PC. So yeah. I mean. I think it's coming to PC before Xbox, that one-year exclusive thing. But they usually say console exclusive with that weird stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if we see it on PC six months later and then six months. Xbox later. Xbox yeah, is a year the year later. Yeah. Which um, I don't think Xbox really cares about. They'll eventually get it. So that stuff is out there if you want to check it out. Yep. The reason Xbox is not worried about Final Fantasy VII is that Game Pass is getting the best-selling game of this generation mm -hmm. on both platforms. And a game that you mentioned was one of your favorites from last generation. Yep. Grand Theft Auto V. This kind of came out of nowhere. GTA V is now available with Xbox Game Pass for console. Notes, Gamatsu. Yeah, that exclusivity with Sony finally uh, went up this month. That's why. 
because it was on it was exclusive to PlayStation Now when they did the price drop in November. But oh, it was okay. until January. Oh, that was a brief little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because remember they instead of um, Microsoft doesn't really tell you what's leaving until it gets close to it. Yeah, uh, Sony's whatever their big games they put on there like play this until February, play this until January. Yeah. So that is aggravating because I got I got a message today from the app saying play what, Lego City Undercover and one of the fifteenth. Yeah. yeah. And it leaves leaves, like even if you have it downloaded. Mm-hmm. We figured this out the hard way because uh, we were supposed to play. Michael and I were going to try out Strange Brigade. You know, he's talking about it on the show. And uh, it's off. Like I downloaded it, but it's just not available anymore. Yeah. You get like a 20% discount to purchase it or something like that. Which I think a lot of people have done that when something they like and it's leaving, they just go ahead and do the discount. I didn't like the article because we've we've noted that Microsoft has pointed out that Game Pass has been super successful in driving sales and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But uh, I think it was either a Forbes or a Washington Post or something like that. There was a legit article where they, they did a deep dive into adoption rates and purchases of games that have been in Game Pass and install base of an indie game that came out that immediately saw like, you know, tenfold engagement with their title just from, from the benefits of Game Pass. So it has a it definitely has a role in is is filling a niche in the in the industry no it makes sense i mean it's like uh you play full full-size games instead of demos so i mean yeah. demos have kind of gone away this generation i mean there's yeah. not many of them out there so i just downloaded a couple of ps3 demos mm-hmm. i got a strider i should turn that off i can't remember the other one i think i was forced to do a demo to unlock the you know how on some of those PlayStation Plus games you'd get, you'd have to get the full game and then buy and then the demo and then also the unlock. So PS3 has to install like three separate things to it's go when through. When they were trying to control the used game market, yeah, with yeah. their online passes. Online passes. Uh, one of the games I just installed was Black Flag. I wanted to get that Switch, uh, the Rogue Collection or whatever, mm-hmm. but I was like, man, I I was sweeping up at that GameStop with the four for ten. And Black Flag was one of the ones I got, and we know I'm not going to beat the game. I just want to try it out, see what it looks like, that kind of thing. Hey, I pop it in, no issues. Last-gen game, not a big deal. I'll see what the game is like and then go from there. But uh, it had an install, and then when I popped the case open, it had, it came with the, uh, the online pass. Mm-hmm. Remember, if you didn't have that, like if you bought it at GameStop, GameStop started giving it for certain titles. You remember when they would do that? Print it on the receipt. They would just print it on the receipt, mm-hmm. like here's your pass. Or you would have to purchase it for $10 if they didn't... Uh, if you didn't get it that way. Yeah, I think they ate the cost in certain games. The combat, that would then push away people buying used. So. Yeah. I'm interested, uh, every time we read MPD sales, Grand Theft Auto V's in there, let's, let's see how it affects Xbox sales. Because when sure. we get MPD stuff, it breaks it down by mm-hmm. SKU, or by uh, console. We shall see. It's a good-ass game. Play it if you haven't, people. Next. Yeah, we should be on 6 coming soon. You think we'll get an unveiling of any sorts? Uh, I don't know. You know the voice actor for CJ from San Andreas? Um, I don't know. I guess I could put stuff in news. You know, I read stuff on the internet all the yeah, time. Yeah, mention it. But um, he uh, he just recently just went on a whole uh, I hate Rockstar on uh, Instagram thing where he called him out. Because I guess he's a... I don't know. I don't remember his name. Forgive me. But I think he's also a rapper as well. Okay. And apparently... Um, He's, he came out and called him right out and said he wasn't going to be able to voice CJ in Grand Theft Auto 6 because some kind of dispute he has with Rockstar. He wow. basically gave out all that information, which, you know, that's not in a confirmation or anything like that, but Rockstar has been known to do that. They The same thing with Nico. The guy who did the voice with Nico came out and said some stuff about it. I, I think they didn't use his... They didn't, re, they didn't record any lines with him for the episodes. They just kind of used whatever was available, so... So, uh, you know. Why do that? I mean, it's not really top. 
not disrespecting voice of CJ mm-hmm. or Nico, but it's not it's not your top tier voice talent. Yeah. It's I mean, not a Nolan North or somebody, right? Even the same thing they said they had issues with uh, Ray Liotta for uh, Vice City and uh, another big name. Um, I could see that, though. There was another uh, big name. They were like, yeah, we, they're just they're whatever on voice actors type of thing. I think the Nico one, when I went and did, did, did the deep dive on why he was upset is because I think um, they sold how many copies of Grand Theft Auto 4 and I think he only got 100000 to do uh, the voice acting. Uh, and that was it. There's a flat fee. He didn't get any uh, shit additional. Ton of, shit ton of dialogue mm-hmm. in that game too. I'm sure he's in the recording studio for a long time. So that's why he was upset about it. I don't know what the whole CJ thing is, but apparently he, he straight called him out and said, no, he wasn't going to voice uh, CJ in uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 uh, because Rockstar is being quote-unquote expletives, you know. But yeah. So whether or not it's true or not, I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt, but he did voice CJ, so maybe... Maybe going back to the San Andreas timeline? We don't know how... Yeah, we don't know how long ago that was. That, that whole game could be different now. So yeah. it could have been like, oh, they're going here, but maybe they changed it up, so... Licensed music mm-hmm. for GTA. Be sure to get a disc copy because it's going to be patched out later on. Yep. <laughs> I hate that. That's the worst part about those. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't... Um, uh, Ray Liotta's character, that was the first protagonist that was voiced on GTA. Wasn't the guy silent in 3? Yeah, he was a silent yeah. protagonist. My city's good shit. It's time to play some. That was city. my... That's the one I almost beat. I got to the very end. You talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still have that save file somewhere? Is so, it on a memory yeah. card? Well, was, I did it on PC. So okay. That's when I built my PC and I was on that PC kit because I actually got far on that on the PC. You still have the monitor that you had with that? It was old Samsung 19-inch one, maybe somewhere. It was a LCD? It wasn't a CRT or anything? It was LCD. I never had a CRT. Yeah. Oh, got you. I got you. You went for the new new when you started? Mm-hmm. Uh, next up in news, do you want to take this one, sir? Uh, Vince Simpanelli. Vince Simpella of Medal of Honor fame. Yep. So uh, he's going over to... Um, D-Say, LA. <laughs> I knew it was going to be D-Say. I was ready for it. <laughs> That's why I set you up for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. D-Say, LA. He's uh, helping getting their studio going while he's still running Respawn. Um, they're going to do a name change, uh, distance themselves from the uh, DICE name. Uh, and, and he's going to, I guess, get the games, uh, new game started over in this uh, studio. Uh, I, Noah noted later on in the article that... Um, they kind of divided up the development teams and the respawn. So you got uh, Stig, who's going to continue doing the narrative stuff. Um, then you have the guy who still, I don't remember his name, forgive me, the guy who does the Apex Legends still doing that, competitive shooting, and then... Chad Grenier, mm-hmm. according to Gematsu. And Paul Hirschman is working on the Medal of Honor VR game. Yep, that was... Uh, and then uh, I think this, all they said was that he had something in the cards... I don't know if they said it was for either Respawn or it was going to be for this. I know he's doing something with uh, DC at Los Angeles. So. This is a good thing. Vince Impella knows how to make video games. And I don't know what's going on with DC at Los Angeles because it originally was what? It was Pandemic LA and then it was EA. It was EA LA and then they changed it to Pandemic LA. And then they changed it to DC LA. DC LA. Yeah. Uh, it says they've been largely a support studio to DC Stockholm, which is responsible for the development of Battlefield and Star Wars. I was about to say, I thought Dice was an overseas, you know, main no. company. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like uh, Gorilla, Gorilla Games over mm-hmm. in the, near that same region. So. They're like Netherlands or something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Stig is gonna stay on uh, narrative-driven games, which is his forte. 
it sounds like EA's caught a lot of shit over this gen and last gen. It sounds like they're putting the right people in the right places for success, right? I think uh, the way they're running Respawn is how they should run this company. Yep. So, and it's kind of like you get the right person, like any other company. You get the right person to run a studio and let them do their thing and just yep. don't step on them. Yep. So. Sony's been great at that for years. Microsoft's coming around to that philosophy. Mm-hmm. Nintendo's been doing it for the longest. So. Nintendo has... <laughs> you live your whole life and work your whole life at Nintendo, mm-hmm. so you're a fellow at the end of it. Best of luck to Vince Impella. Uh, Xenosaga Collection, would you like one, sir? Um, no, I'm good if those rumors are true. Uh, yes, it did not make it past the profitable market analysis. <laughs> I'm glad you pulled that out of your ass. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to Gamatsu via a tweet from Ruda. series creator Katsuhiro Harada. He, well, he, I don't know if he's a series creator. I don't know why they put that on there. But he's the he's a general manager that handles all the Bandai uh, IPs now. So... Because uh, this one was actually created by Monolith Soft, which is owned by uh, Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a Xenosaga remaster was considered, but shot down by the company. He said on Twitter, uh, it actually progressed to the remaster's plan, but failed in a profitable market analysis. Sorry, guys, this plan will be difficult to resurface. Uh, they note that those games first came out in 2002. Episode 2 came out in 2004, and Episode 3 in July 06. Yeah, I think there was only one of them that came out in Europe or something like that. It was really? Like, yeah, it was weird. I know 1 and 2 are pretty obtainable here, but 3 is quite expensive. So. Aftermarket-wise. So, it would be great to have a remaster and get those back in people's hands. Yeah, the, the only one I'm interested in, I was kind of worried about it at first, but if that rumor is true, where um, somebody on, I forgot the guy on uh, YouTube, but uh, apparently he's, he's credible. Um... Comicbook.com uh, was talking about it, mm-hmm. where he he was able to. He said he put his reputation on the line. He was able to confirm from somebody internally that they um, apparently with his PlayStation Five that they uh, have a. They talked about the three compatibility modes for PS4, PS4 Pro, and the PS5 games. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's like a, a remaster engine they got going on there, and it's supposed to run everything PlayStation. Damn. So he said he put his reputation on the line. He said he knew somebody in there. And, he had, and so far, his uh, credibility hasn't been wrong yet. So We've heard rumors of that. Because they've been tinkering, not Sony specifically, but there's been advancements in, what do they call it, AI rendering or mm-hmm. whatever, where they fill in, you know, where it kind of remasters and learns as it goes. So, for me, it's not a big deal because I already own right. all these physically. So, right. unless they were, like, it only works digitally and they kind of fuck you over on that one, mm-hmm. which they could do that. And I'm make old. you buy digital licenses? Well, I mean, because it's all about licensing, so right. you want to cause issues, but I would hope that, uh, or, you know, even with the Xbox, remember, you got to put the disc in and it makes you download it digitally. So. Yeah, it's still your key, and we still have the keys, yeah. so if they do it like Xbox has done it, please God, let it be that way. And I think it, I think there was something, they, remember, because they had that on their PS1 and PS2 games were running on there, so mm-hmm. it's a possibility. We'll know something soon, I hope. If tradition holds true, it's kind of like the whole thing with Nintendo's. Like I, I think this whole backwards compatibility with the the way they got it running now. Because even remember there were rumors going around with the GameCube running on the Switch. I think it just cost too much money, and I think Nintendo was only going to pull that out of their ass if the sales wasn't going to be where it's at. Right. And they needed to push sales. I think it's, it's the same thing with Sony with the PS One and PS Two. So it's they haven't like they haven't needed to. Yeah, because Microsoft introduced it and pushed it as a. As a loser, as someone at the back mm-hmm. of the pack who needed something to set themselves apart. Build the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were losing the exclusivity on games and stuff like that, and you didn't really have the first-party studios, so you, you pull from the back catalog. Yeah. 
Which and makes every, sense. everybody was talking about you know it not being the best place to play games. It mm-hmm. played at a lower resolution, sometimes at slower features. So backwards compatibility was a big splash for them. I think we talked about it. What was it? Our game of the year episode was it last week when we talked about getting Xbox Ones after they announced mm-hmm. backwards compatibility. Yeah, that's when we talked about it. Rare Replay, Gears of War Ultimate. We were mm-hmm. all in. That was a that was a big uh, consumer pro move. But like like you said, I think the. Because of the way Microsoft did it, I think it kind of changed how the market is now. So I think it's it's a whole part about trying to get everybody in that ecosystem. So mm-hmm. if you try to get everybody to celebrate PlayStation and have everything play one there, PSP, PS Vita, you know, PS1, PS2, PS3. I kind of wish we had a more casual host here on the on the no podcast mm-hmm. just so we could bounce things off of them you know it's it's not me you and michael where we have all these consoles ready we have all these discs ready to go you know a question like if i presented to you okay sony's going to pass off their marketing or their research and development to you a regular ps5 is going to be 399 mm-hmm. a fully backwards compatible one uh you know ps3 launch style maybe that plays ps1 or maybe a separate module is two hundred dollars you know would you buy that and then you of course the answer is yes myself michael the answer is yes because we want we want access to we want to be able to play our libraries on that new platform right so i kind of wish sometimes it'd be like you know how how would this fit in your how would you pull this off i don't know you got to look at it also i mean you want to make it consumer friendly be consumer friendly for us but you also have to make it friendly for uh companies so i mean you want them to come out there and like make it the easiest way for them to put their back catalog on there and yeah. get the, the games out there. So, I mean, this may be a, a way for us to get Xenosaga if they have a way to play this on there and have an easy distribution where it's like, all right, it won't cost them much to drop an ISO in this emulator, you know. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Microsoft did the work on 360 stuff, right? And mm-hmm. Xbox? They yeah. just That was all internal. They have a team for it. The so. publisher just let them know they were interested and then they made it happen if they mm-hmm. could. Yeah. That's... And I think that would be I great if they were able to do that. I don't think they charge as much money as what Sony did when they did the PS2 and PS4, which is why a lot of companies didn't go that route. Because yeah. I think remember they, I think they had certain rules in place where they had to go through the simulator and they had to add trophies and quality of life improvements. And yeah. I guess you know the cost to do that, all that, and versus the sales. And you know some company, 2K took two K took a games took advantage of it and put their whole catalog on there. Minus maybe I don't think Max Payne Two is on there. Then we but, had a bunch uh, of Sony, you know, Sony did it. So they added trophy support? Oh, yeah, they, all those games okay. have trophy support, yeah. I mean, they all had quality of life improvement, so they all have trophies. So, so 360 games had had tro- had achievements, I guess. So you, mm-hmm. you could still do those. It was just native. That but was they, native But native. they didn't patch anything into those original Xbox right. games, which would be cool. How much fun would it be to play the OG Halo, not the anniversary edition, all that, and, and go through that and get get achievements with it? That'd be, uh, That'd be a cool thing, yeah. right? I mean, you never know. That could be something they may push to do in the next yeah. generation. So it just all depends on how it could be something that may be very easy to do when they if they upgraded the emulators. Put that on our prediction sheet. Mm-hmm. Just flip, all they have to do is flip a switch. That's it. That's all they have to do. Add yep. achievements. Yep, and everybody's playing Mash- Fortnite together. Yep, <laughs> everybody's playing Fortnite together. You know, Fortnite's a day one download. That launches on new consoles day one. Right? Oh, it's a new, it's a new engine and everything on the console. You think so? Oh, yeah. You think it's going to help push that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Day one. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. We got one last news bit. I thought I put two things in there. Did I just close my... It was just that bit about Sony being at CES. Yeah, I think the the rumor speculations they, that they might announce the PS5, I th- but I think that's just because of the whole Xbox got the gun early. But um, Sony hasn't had a real big presence at CES, but apparently they're going to have a, a press conference this year. So 
which uh, which um, which is uh, surprising because you know Sony CES is usually known for uh, showing new products, mm-hmm. and you know Sony doesn't have much anymore. They sold a lot of they sold off their PC companies. They don't they don't have much on there. So that's why the speculation that maybe it might be a PS5 uh, unveiling. That's next week. We'll be talking yeah. about it potentially next episode if that's the case. I just maybe we get a look at the, what the console looks like. I just don't see them showing much more yeah, past that because yeah. I would imagine they would run a, a different show that holds a, their whole narrative to announce games and stuff like that. This won't like they did last time. So. Yeah, this won't be their deep dive. So I remember that I was actually at my in-laws' place and I watched that whole February PS4 unveiling. Mm-hmm. I, I watched that stream. You know what? They could do it over here. It might save money. They've been more cost-effective this year. Remember, they have been doing their conferences because of costs and stuff like that. So. We already know what games are coming out. There's no point in them doing like a PlayStation experience. And it's true. It could. I don't know. They've been plugging away. I just as usual. I just see them coming back real big this year because I think they'll be back at E3. I think um, I wouldn't be surprised if they do something separate in February. With, with the, the Mark Cerny breakdown and that kind of thing. UCS to show off the box like Xbox did at mm-hmm. uh, Game Awards. Maybe uh, Sizzle Reel of what games look like, but no announcement of what's first party. Maybe a couple of things. They're going to show Godfall since that's already out there. Yeah. Maybe uh, Dying Light 2, which has been confirmed. Stuff that's already been confirmed. PS5, maybe. I mentioned Dead Island when we were in uh, pre-production. Would you Would you want to try that out a little bit? It's on Game Pass. You want to download the first one and just kind of mess around with it on Game Pass for a minute? That or I have it on PS4. It don't matter to me. I don't think I have a PS4 copy. Mm-hmm. Do Game Pass. Let's, mm-hmm. let's try it out. It hits my uh, data cap. No. I don't do Game Pass. Let's see how big it is. Mm-hmm. Not even going to try it? Mm-mm. Bring the hard drive over here. If I bring the hard drive and download it here... Uh, Just for Dead Island? Maybe. <laughs> the problem is I'm not managing data by myself, at the, so I can't just sit there and just download random stuff. Mm. Give other I people should. to factor in. Yep. Um, we're done with news, basically, so our 2020 preview of sorts. You want to run down that kind of stuff? We mentioned some of the games coming out. Uh, this comes from denofgeek.com. I think we've read some of their stuff before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Boyd put this together. It's just some, some big games coming up. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons is on March 2nd alongside the new Doom. Yeah, because it's kind of it's kind of slow and dead until... Uh, is it March 2nd? March. I thought Doom was May. No, Doom is March. Okay, so they're both March 2nd. Because yeah, March 3rd you have Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yep. And then... Um, then it's kind of dead until the end of the month. Then you got Animal Crossing. Then you have um, uh, Doom. Um, Doom Eternal, March 20th. So that's a typo in the article. Yes. Animal Crossing is March 20th. And then you go into... Uh, oh, yeah, Bleeding Edge just come out March 24th. Yeah, Ninja Theory's um, mobile-looking thing. Multiplayer battler. Uh, Cyberpunk is in April. Yep. That's madness. I'm sure we had to throw. Is it April? I don't think these dates are right, dude. No, it's April. Okay. I thought it was March, but when I checked the last, it is April. Okay. Uh, What's your hype level on Cyberpunk? I know it's going to sell gangbusters. I like steampunk, so I'm, I'm, whether it's going to be good or not, I don't know. A lot of people have that sinking. What I read online, they have that sinking feeling that it's going to flop. This is one of those games where the hype, I don't know if anything can live up to the hype that it has. I agree. You know? I think the hype may kill this game. I think it might be a good game. It's so high. I don't know if people are going to get what they think they're going to get out of it, you know? I think, like, hype killed, uh... 
uh, days in for a lot of people too. So, because you know Sony was rolling on that, and Sony days, could do no days wrong. Gone. Days gone. Yeah. Uh, the bad. order. The order. Eighteen eighty six. But we enjoyed both of those games. Well, you've you've enjoyed Days Gone, and friend of the show Renee has enjoyed Days Gone, and friend of the I show Charles. I don't even Days Gone. I only play like maybe an hour into it, so oh. I don't know. But um, but it's not a bad game. No, 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 I've heard nothing positive things. A lot of people have it on their games of the years list, but I think it's just a whole. It wasn't what people expected. So, uh, Destroy All Humans remake comes out next year. That looks fun. Yeah, this list is questionable. <laughs> I know because they got God of Monsters. We got pushed back to next year. Um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which comes out on the seventeenth, and they got it to be announced over here. Um, yep, comes I, might out January 17th. I might not have posted the best list. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake. It comes out the 3rd, March. Half-Life Alex. Supposedly in March, but we, we'll see. Halo Infinite. End of the year launch console. Iron Man VR. That is on the 28th, that is correct. Last of Us Part Two. That is on May 29th. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. No date. <laughs> Marvel's Avengers, brought to you by Crystal Dynamics. I would imagine that game will probably come out with the Blu-ray release. Uh, Star Wars, at least. Uh, the... Minecraft uh, Diablo version. No date, yeah. That's all consoles. I thought that was an Xbox uh, Game Pass exclusive mm-hmm. game. Cool. It's out on everything. Neo Dose. That is March 13th, which is also on that hell month. Normal, no More Heroes Trace. Yep, with the No More Heroes 1 background. Oddworld Soulstorm. I don't know anything about this one. Do you know? Mm, other than we had that CGI trailer announced, that was it. Soulstorm is positioned to be the true sequel to Odyssey that fans. This is the first for. new game. It's so a, more of like the two D puzzle style. This is the, the yeah, because remember they just been important games the last couple, like ten years. This yeah. is the actual continuation of the story, I think. So gotcha. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which just got pushed back to. Fe- I don't think it's coming out February. I don't anymore. think it was February either. I think it just got pushed back when they announced. They just announced a new date. A new date. Uh, new IP from the uh, studio People Can Fly called Outriders. Which they don't have a date for, but it was uh, September. Fantasy Star Online 2, which you can sign up for the beta for now, which I need to do now. Because mm-hmm. you can only do it from the Xbox for some reason. Why is that? It's, they uh, make you go through that Insider app. Yeah. That sucks. It's exclusive to that. Because I saw the tweet at work and I was like, okay, I'm here. I'll, I'll sign up for it. You have to go through the fucking app. Mm-hmm. Rainbow Six Quarantine, Skull and Bones, I don't think it's coming out. Street Fighter V, Champion Edition on Valentine's Day. Yep. All the Street Fighter characters. I think this is it for five. So. Swan Song? Yeah, I think the next one would be six. Do they give Street Fighter a break or are they going to... No, they would go to six. It would be something different next gen and it would probably be on all consoles. So. Gotcha. I wouldn't be surprised if we... Drop the Sony and PC thing? They got a list for Xbox One in here, but um, that's not confirmed. But, on the uh, Champion Edition? Yeah. Um, I would imagine this will eventually come on Xbox. Or, it uh, depends on the deal they have with Sony. I know I Sony almost, funded 100% of it. So. I almost want to say you can pre-order it on Xbox now. Uh, send your corrections to Russell at nofodcast at gmail.com. He's still checking the email. No, it's that, it's that same bullshit they have like Bayonetta where that game wasn't going to be made. Sony paid for it, so. It's whatever deal, however they have to deal with Sony. some point next year we're getting the System Shock remake. A new Tales uh, game, Tales of Arise. No date. <laughs> Trials of Mana. That's also April. Which is the 3D remake of Seeking Setsu Trace. Mm-hmm. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines Dose. Uh, which has no date. It got, it got pushed out to the end of this year. It was supposed to be beginning this year. It was supposed to be coming out in March, but they pushed it out to no release date. Gotcha. And Exiles Wasteland 3. Uh, that's May. Isometric RPG. Mm-hmm. 
And Watch Dogs Legion. Which is no longer March. They got pushed on to the next. Also got delayed. Physical year. Yep. I almost got Watch Dogs 2. It was on sale the other day. I heard uh, I heard there's some crazy hijinks that you can get into in Watch Dogs mm-hmm. 2. Pretty good. All right. What, are you, what is your most excited title for 2020 that you know of, sir? Um, the one, uh, I mean, outside of uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, which mm-hmm. I'm going in fresh and I kind of like the idea of it being different. Yep. The biggest one that I'm probably doing a lot of homework on is probably the fairy tale one, which is not even listed on here, which is an RPG from the Gus Company, which I do like Gus. Oh, I know you like Gus games. So I'm I thinking I'm in episode 75 in fairy tale. I've blown through that in the last two weeks. What's the uh, date on the uh, on the game on that one? March. So March. I got another two months to get up to episode 300 and something. Oh shit. Yeah. So you got a lot of research to do. But they finished the series, so yeah, it stops at 300. At least you're done. Yeah, yeah. You got you got you have an third of a way there. Yeah. <laughs> That's one way of looking at. Yeah. It. yeah uh, Final Fantasy VII remake is is top of my list for sure. I think I'll be taking the day off to dive into that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already know I love those characters. Uh, we'll see how the gameplay plays out. The graphics look gorgeous. I may upgrade the TV by then to, to validate the, the playthrough of that. Please title. do so you can stop. I just bitch about it. Yes. Uh, I get texts. I love it like, from back And then here. you like, send me texts about TV. I was like, I'm not buying a TV. <laughs> and I'm like, you keep sending me stuff. I'm not jumping the bridge with you. <laughs> Please jump. No, my TV still works. So I'm like, yeah. All right. I talked you into the laptop, I talked you into the gaming PC. You're my, uh, what is it called? It's some kind of partner, but you don't uh, you don't help out. It's an incompatibility partner. No, I mean those were price based, so. No, this is true. I'm not. It gonna... would have to be a steal, and mm-hmm. then you would jump. Okay, I just got to keep an eye out. I I'm not. I'm, TV's gonna be even harder because I'm not. I'll keep sending you bullshit, and I'm not gonna jump. I'll keep sending you. If bullshit. it's 8K, then yeah. So if you ready, I'll keep sending you bullshit. You ready you know, for five grand? Let's go. You never know what I'll find. It might be two 4K TVs taped together. So what I what I what I do just in spite you is just I'll go buy a new AK TV and pay the five grand and be like, well, I already have a new TV, so I'm good. Stop no sending me stuff. You don't have to send it me, but I already got TV. And I tell, I'll send you a photo of the TV I have every time. I'll just save that in there and just send it to you. Just one stock photo. Mm-hmm. No more, no more, no more, no more. No, not even no more. Just send the photo. I'm good on TV. It'd be like you send me something and just go out the window. I just like here's yeah, already got one. No necesito. Yep. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven is top I, of the list. I look, I look around in this room. There's like four or five TVs in this one room right here. Stop, so I'm sir. like, yeah, we're not gonna call out my issues on on air. Oh no, I am. There's some issues. If you if you if you keep sending me texts, I'm gonna call you out every time. <laughs> we'll play the game about how many TVs you have in this room. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. Uh, don't count the computer monitor. It's not an actual TV. One, two, Stop. three, Stop. four, five, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. There's three behind you. Yeah. Not fair, sir. Um, I think Final Fantasy VII Remake is uh, is top. I think Cyberpunk. I'm so so on. The the only other one be then out will be then end of the spring, start of the summer will be The Last mm-hmm. of Us Two. Last of Us Two. So yeah. I have until then to beat Last of Us One. Which um, I don't believe you will, but I'll give it a go. I'm like um, a, I'm like a Anchorman. I don't believe you. <laughs> the point yeah. I was getting to on Final Fantasy VII. We know what the story. You know, graphics look great. We don't know how the gameplay is going to be per se, you know, all the way through, or how far the story is going to take us. I know we're going to get some kick-ass music out of it. No, the music. We're going to get some awesome Final Fantasy VII music out of it. Music's great so, so far. What fun. they played on there, I'm actually interested in on there because it seems like they're going to change it up a little bit. So it's either going to be very controversial or very good. It's Honestly, be one of the two. we've been getting remixes of these songs forever. No, not I'm talking not talking about the songs. I'm talking about the story, the gameplay. 
I mean, we never got summons outside of Midgard or summons in Midgard. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's stuff they changed up. I mean, we never met Sephiroth until outside of Midgard, and then he, lo and behold, he's in there. Got him. Got him in some of the scenes. Yeah. So, like I said, they're gonna. It's either gonna be very good or very controversial. I gotta look up Red Thirteen after this. I want to see what Red Thirteen. It was a good looks image. Like. Yeah. I can't wait to see what he looks like. He's one of my. He was in my last party. Mm-hmm. Who was your final party? Mm, I think it was always Tifa, Cloud, Yuffie, and. Yeah, it's only three, right? Well, on the last battle, it lets you do... Remember, you could have, like, three on one side, and then it would switch over to three on the other side that would fight the other form, that kind of shit. I don't know. I have to pull up the save and see. I had a... Mine was always Red 13, Vincent, and Cloud. I never used Tifa very much. You must have leveled her up and given her, like, limit breaks and all that kind of stuff. Everybody, when I beat the game, was on level 93. Damn! At that point, I was like, I was done. I was like, no, because I was trying to get to 99, but I was like, nah. That's That's close enough. Yeah. You probably ran right through Sephiroth, no issue. No, because I think it was uh, that game auto-adjusts on the level Uh, one, so it was still a tough battle. I think I was still there for about an hour. I beat him with the uh, Knights of the Round. Well, you could could chain Knights of the Round with uh, like a repeat thing, and then the next person had Mimic or something like that, and you you just kept it going. Yeah, I did it the old-fashioned way. You just watch these these summons play out, these long-ass summons. I probably still beat it before you did. With, uh, yeah, Knights of the Round's like four minutes or something <laughs> mm-hmm. to play out. How does, um, I was watching something on Legend of Dragoon, because I think I was reading that same article about Blue Point, like what they could possibly be working on. And um, did Legend of Dragoon have summons in it? I don't think so. I mean, because the... The whole premise of that game was like they would turn into dragoons to power up. So okay. I think that was something that you would do versus uh, summon anything. That was more the summon was changing the character. If I remember correctly, I don't remember uh, anything coming in there. Gotcha. The story was pretty good, man. There were some betrayal moments in there. Some like uh, gotcha stuff on there. I was like, oh shit. It good was, good plot was, twist. Yeah. I still remember it to this day, which is surprisingly. So kind of drifting back to Blue Point again, the rumor is Legend of Dragoon. You think that would be a big hit? You think that's their title? I mean, it's either... I mean, I think they're working on two games. I think one is Demon's Souls, which will probably be a launch okay. for PS5. I, I'm pretty sure they're done with Demon's Souls. Uh, Legend of Dragoon, I've got a uh, sneaking feeling they haven't even started yet. They probably, like, announced it. Or they started the concept, because that, that game would... I mean, if you're going to do an open-world RPG, you got to do it right. So, yeah. I mean, the blueprint's kind of already there for Demon Souls because you're just kind of upgrading assets from PS3. And everything's kind of already made 3D. So some of the cores there. You got to remember, like, uh, like Legend Dragoon, like all that stuff was using the PS1 tricks where everything was kind of pre-rendered backgrounds and then 3D model characters. So this one, you got the whole like you can interpret it your own way. So I got a feeling they're making two games. I, I would imagine they're maybe like by the time they announce, uh, I think Demon Souls will be a launch title for PS5, and I think. Um, Dragoon will be later down the road. Yeah, it might be like thirty or forty percent complete. It might be something we see like a year or two later out. I got another one for you. I got to, I got to thinking about, and I don't know who has the rights for it, who has the licensing, but mm-hmm. um, Alundra. What about an Alundra total remake of so of sorts, or a new uh, new title, reimagining maybe? Uh, that one's a tough one. I don't know. Right? That, that one was Contrail. Working Designs published the first one. The mm-hmm. second one was published by Activision. So, I think that belonged to whoever the Eternal Studio is. It might be one of those weird bullshit ones like Gung Ho owns or something <laughs> like that. Where they, they're just like floundering with... They can't even fucking get the um, the Grandia collection on multiple stuff. So, I'm like... Yeah. That was not a good experience. 
And even then, they're like, I, I can see why. Yeah, it's developed by Matrix Software, so which were the go-to ones. Um, Japan, actually, I was wrong. It was uh, it's owned by Sony in Japan. Alundra is. Mm -hmm. There we go. Sony Computer Entertainment, Alundra Two. You heard it here first, folks. Also Sony Computer Entertainment, so it looks like they own that license. You heard it here first. All right. Whether or not they renewed it or not. Possibly. Well, which makes sense because Matrix Software was just, was uh, making the all Wild Arms games for them. So we just got what Wild Arms One on that PlayStation Classic. Nothing else. Yeah, because remember after the the third Wild Arms game, that's when I mean Sony stopped giving a fuck on um, their RPGs in the PlayStation Two era. So like they, I think in, in Japan they made Wild Arms Four or Five and Alter Code F, which was a remake of One. They Those were Xseed, weren't they? Published over there by the Sony uh, over here was done by XC. They gotcha. had to go third party, but the Lundra ones were also third party here. So I think at some point Sony's like, eh. yeah. I mean, if I, you it, want it, somebody else has to do it. That whole fucking yeah was a the, the whole reset era where they talk about the Sony Studios. The only JRPGs we're getting is uh, Jim Ryan picture <laughs> galleries <laughs> JRPGs. <laughs> oh man, his famous stance of why would anybody want to play those? Eh, he has a point, but. You, you gotta. There's a way you say things and do things and cater to That's, the crowd. So that is what people focus on the most. There's there's a tact to delivering that instead of pissing on people's. Uh, I mean, libraries. He, I understand he could have worded it better. And like, if there's a way we can get this, if we come up with a system to make these games look great, you know, modernize yeah. them, quality of life improvements, and I think we could do something with them. Yeah. That's what he really should have said. Because that was a, that was a wide opening to mention, you know, honoring PlayStation Legacy. Mm -hmm. and Bringing back old titles for fans, and it was it was a it was a curveball or a, a toss up of one way, and he just totally hit it the other direction. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's just he's probably just blunt and said it that way. But I mean, there's a way to do it. I mean, I, I guess you got to respect that. It's better than somebody kind of lead you along, like, well, he said this, so they come out yeah. with something, and you're just like, eh, you know. I'd like to see what Herman Holt's uh, thoughts on backwards compatibility is. Maybe we can go back through and see see if he's ever said anything about legacy know. titles. I don't think that had anything to do with him. I think that'll all be up to Mark Cerny. I'm hoping that Cerny saw what uh, Microsoft did this generation when he designed this new console. He's like, okay, mm -hmm. I think he did because based off that way that those backwards compatibility works in those three different modes. Because he loves tech stuff. So I mean, he's the he's the brains behind the the tech operation. Because I'm sure he was like, oh, you know, you remember mm -hmm. uh, Shuei was the one when they announced it for Xbox. He was like, oh. He was interested. He's like, I wonder mm -hmm. how they did that. They must have a great team, you know. Yeah. Because you know, it's a lot of work getting all those uh, chipsets that are not being used in your current consoles and running games and get them to run right. So, because I mean, you and all versions, like no matter what platinum hits or whatever version mm -hmm. you had of which title, um, it would play. You pop it in and you're good to go. Yeah. Even then, I mean, backwards compatibility. You're doing a software emulation. Not everything's gonna run as smoothly. And it. It's, yeah. it's an art, you know? Yep. All right. You ready to move on to games play, wrap this thing up? Yeah, mine's easy. I'll do mine. Go ahead. Um, this year I've been trying to do... Uh, I said this last year, but... <laughs> this year I'm trying to... Very limited in what I purchase. Um, we know that's not going to go well. I'll call you out on your bullshit, too. We'll see. <laughs> I looked at this month, and I think all I have going out is... Uh, the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which is RPG, and then uh, Tokyo Mirage. Um, I'm, we'll see. We'll see when we look at my games play for the year. You can mm. call me out. But if it's if it's more new releases than it is, uh, shit's already been out. And then you're like, backlog stuff. 
So yeah, most of it's gonna be backlogged. So I did pop in Alliance Alive, and I put in twenty hours into it. I saw some screenshots of that. What, yeah. do, you, what do you think? Uh, I, I like it. I like it. I like it. You had me play the demo on uh, 3DS. Mm-hmm. I think that was really I good. I didn't get that far in the 3DS one for whatever reason. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just never. I don't know. You know, you have so many options, and it's like you just jump around. And yep. Now at this point, I'm just like, eh, let me just pop it in there and put it in there. And I, I put about 20 hours, and it's good. I like it. Um, I it. You start out this uh, one bit with like Galil and Azira, and you're you learn about the world and how you don't know much about the world. You just know you're in a world that constantly rains and you're it's being run by uh, demons and beast folk. And demons are not actually the demons divided the world, and the beast folk are kind of like running it for them. Um, so you just kind of like it's a world that rains, and they hear the like there used to be blue skies, and you know and the world was bigger than what it is, and they kind of go through and they, they see a painting and they see that on there, and so uh, you go through and in this region you're in it rains, and then they're trying to find a way to change it back, you know. Uh, then you what was cool is like you play this team for like maybe the first five hours, like Galil and Azira, and you get to this point where you get a ship that you can kind of navigate the world and go through the dark current, which is dividing the world and, um, and go to different regions. Like, Oh, there's different regions. They found out there's different regions of the world. And, um, you find the ship, the ship finally comes to you and then it goes over to another team. So you start off playing these demons. Oh, uh, who's reading the book about the dark current. She's like, Oh, I want to find out who wrote this book and find out more about this dark current thing. And then you go into what they call the burning room, which is like a fucking city on hot lava. And you start up this other team. And then they uh, interconnect the story and how they meet this first team. Um, and then you got another team that's in the cage room. So it's like you have these uh, nine characters that are kind of split off and they have these little um, story bits that maybe are about five hours each. And then they eventually unify. Um, and each one oh. has like these uh, like guild- little vignettes that all vignettes line up is where I was looking for. Thank you. Reminds me of um, the second Golden Sun game, The Lost Age, mm-hmm. where you all of a sudden you were playing as the villains. And the- yep. Or what you thought was the villains. Get their story. Yeah. yeah. Um, that sounds good. Yeah, I've enjoyed it so far. I think I've, I've finally hit the part where I'm like, I think there's 36 chapters. I'm on chapter 20. Um, I put a good bit of time into mm-hmm. it. That's the only thing I really played. Um, you uh, you get different guilds in the world. Um, and what the guilds do is they have a retro... Um, retro. Retro guild. I'm tired. Recon guild, uh, which uses for like a... Uh, like does research on monsters which can help lower difficult uh, like defense and okay. uh, attributes in battle then you have a segment C which is like their version of uh, white magic and then you have uh, are you selecting these roles or this is just how they come to you in your party well I mean you're very limited in what you have mm-hmm. so it's whatever you find the towers are pre-existing once you reunite the nine people in the team mm-hmm. and they decide that they want to release the world then they go through and they make these contracts this is where the alliance part comes in they make the okay. alliance with the five guilds and then at that point, there's uh, the blacksmiths will help with your uh, weapons. And then there's the recon, Sigmund C, and uh, the library guild, which does the stats on the monsters. Each one has a different one. And depending on the region you have where the guild tower is at, it affects just that region. But once you unite them all, you can kind of build your own guild towers now. And you can recruit characters, kind of like Sui Coden in this storyline, you know, was written by the guy who written Sui Coden 1 and 2 Very and cool. 3. So you can, I think you can recruit up to 100 characters. So, and then you can spread them out through the guilds, and they give you different attributes. So, you get, as you build towers, you got to get guild masters. You can add multiple people in there, and as you move multiple people in the guilds, they level them up, and you get 
more stats. You know, you get either more talents and everything. Is that so, progression like uniting the alliance and all that kind of stuff? Is that linear or is that uh, open world? Like, does it let you choose? I mean, there, there's the an open well, tackle. There's, a, there's an open world where you have different regions you go to, and that's what you do with the ship on there. Okay. Um, and you can go. Uh, that's where the point I'm at now because the game is opened up. So you find out, and basically in the story wise, you find out like these gears are put out there that's dividing the world and they're not done by the demons in which you thought they were the whole time and you got to destroy them to reunite the world so it's like you got to not only unite the guilds build more guilds but you also have to go to each region and destroy the the gears so you can uh free everybody basically very cool so um that's at the point i'm at now it's finally opened up i got the ship i can go down any of the regions i want to uh, so it's kind of like now I'm at this point where I'm doing events and side quests and recruiting characters. So it's like, I don't think there's much of the story left. I mean, I'm in chapter 20 of 36 and you can kind of blow through the story afterwards, but okay. now it's at this point where it's kind of pushing to, to do side quests and recruit characters. And, um, a lot of the shit that you hate is in there for recruiting characters. Like you'll go into this area where like, oh, you can pick up these weapons, but then you have to fight these stone pillars and you kill the stone pillars. You can't recruit the characters later. They don't tell you that. Oh, I hate stuff like so, that. So like, unless you read that like somewhere that. or just play the game multiple times, yeah. you're not going to figure it out. Uh. And so if you don't pick up the weapons, you can recruit the characters, but you lose the weapons. My ultimate so, fear is always like playing a game the wrong way. Yeah. And skipping and missing something like that that I was, you know. Well, it's it's different when we were younger because like before, the, you know, there wasn't that many games. So at that point, yep. if I played this game on like in the PlayStation 1 days, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I'll put it like, like, oh, that's cool. Hey, it's you got know? a new game plus. I'll just go back through and grab them. Yeah. This one is kind of harder because we have so many fucking options. So yep. it's like the, what they call the golden age of gaming. It's not like, you know, I think this is probably the best age of gaming since, what, PS2 era? That's I my know. guess. I'm going back and revisiting some PS3 and 360 games, and I'm loving some of that stuff. So. Well, I mean, the PS3 360, it's stuff, a lot of that we got burned out because it was like seven years of that. And yeah, and they've remastered it a lot for this generation. We've gotten the best versions of those. very very uh, handful of games, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like the Wii U. There's like not, not much left to keep this going so i have two wii u games on here one technically mm-hmm. but uh yeah so i'll i'm gonna finish it this time uh whether or not i'll keep attacking my backlog maybe we'll see i don't know i only plan to buy i only got three games on when i check my amazon one i may i canceled everything in january but tokyo mirage and okay. dragon ball those are the only two games i'll have new talk about everything Kakarot. else is- Everything else is going to be uh, backlog stuff. So. Hopefully Michael will... Uh, I know he's going to be back next week, he said. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he'll be able to fill us in with some Gamefly stuff. Because I don't know how many new releases I'll be getting either. I'm going to be catching up on a couple, um, bunch of things. I'm only going to do major releases, that's it. I'm not going to do much I, else. I got a lot of last year's on Black Friday. Like, I'm sitting on Control. I know you love Control. It was your game mm-hmm. of the year. We both have Death Stranding to work away at. There's a lot of options out there. No, well, you know, for me, I'm just tired of talking about games and then... Not going into details. I feel like I went more detail in Alliance Alive than I did in most games. I was like, oh, I played it. It's cool. <laughs> That's most of it. I like this mechanic. And then never beat it and go into the next game. Oh, I played it. It's cool. I like this mechanic. There's ebbs yeah. and flows. There's stuff you're going to dive deep into and there's stuff you're going to fall off so, of. You know? I'm holding myself to higher cannibal standards. So. That'll be a good goal. It is a goal, but I will get it. You will achieve it. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you done, sir? Alliance yeah, Alive? that was it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I played a couple games this week. I picked uh, Link's Awakening back up. Mm-hmm. I'm almost through the face shrine. The simple past tense of pick up. Pick up is usually defined as take and lift upward. Well done. I don't. I'm speechless. I don't even know where to go. Yep. <laughs> and the correct you on pick up. Let's go. <laughs> 
I'm almost done with the, that dungeon. I've got the boss key. I've got the item. Uh, it's just a matter of backtracking and getting back to the... This is the one, I don't know if you remember it, but there's a bunch of switches like between the blue and red switches mm -hmm. where you have to... You'll think you're working your way through the dungeon and you'll get to a block and you've got to go back three spaces and then shoot the little crystal thing or whatever and then jump across and then work your way back once you've triggered it mm -hmm. kind of thing. A little bit of backtracking in there. What did she say? <laughs> take. Pick she, up. She defined take and lift, take and pick up. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to jot that down. Uh, so the trek with Link's Awakening continues. I will beat that game. Um, I'm continuing Super Mario 3D World with my daughter. We're on World 4. Mm -hmm. uh, there is the raccoon suit in that. I did not know that was in there. The Tanuki suit. Mm -hmm. That's in that game. And we also got... She loved this part of the level. I had to make sure I cleared out all the enemies so she could just play around as long as she wanted to. There's a bit... Uh, it's kind of a holiday theme. It was kind of cool to play it this past week. But uh, there's an ice skating Goomba in a Goomba shoe mm -hmm. with the ice skate attached to it. And she loved getting in the Goomba shoe and, and skating around in circles and stuff like that. It controls pretty crazy. And it's only, so far what we've seen, it's only in like two short little bits in that map. And then as soon as you get to the opposite side, it kicks you out of the shoe and the shoe disappears. But uh, that's a good-ass game. I can see why Michael's waiting for it to come out on Switch because mm -hmm. that's a good one. That's It was worth her hooking the Wii U back up. And the thing I'm most grateful about is I don't have to use the gamepad on it. We just fire up our Wii U Pro Controllers and we play it like it's a normal game system. They wanted to see DuckTales, the two, uh, my two young kids. And I have a digital copy on PS3. This is the one that got delisted this past year that we talked about. Yeah. That you. is also a really good game. It's been this many years since I, you know, well, I didn't really play it much when it came out. But uh, it's... Uh, true homage to the NES game. I love mm -hmm. the music. Controls are good. Story. Like, the voice acting is like... They know the new DuckTales. I don't know if you're super familiar with like how those characters look and things mm -hmm. like that. But uh, yeah. This is based on our DuckTales. I, I, I'm a fan game. of the new one. I like how they I like the, the new uh, one, too. I like how it looks. Chippendale Rescue Rangers in there and everything. <laughs> Darkwing Duck. Gizmo Duck's in there. Oh, yeah. their mom. The, they got the mom off the moon. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the moon, we beat two levels. We played through them together. We beat the moon level and we beat uh, Transylvania. They like vampires and witches oh, and things like that. So we is. did, yep. Yeah. The Morgana duck, I think. Mm -hmm. And so we did, uh, we did those. And I'm playing on, I think I'm playing on easy if there's an easy difficulty or maybe normal. So we've died a couple times, them just messing around. They haven't quite mastered the pogo stick. So you, or the, uh, the Scrooge's cane, I guess, is what you're bouncing yeah, around. The, the shovel knight mechanic. Yep. So you have the jump. You have the, <laughs> that's it, isn't it? Mm -hmm. You have the jump and then hit uh, square. And then that'll let you, that'll let you bounce around. But uh, that's a good-ass game, sir. And it plays well on PS3. Did it get ported to this generation? Or they had already left that? Um, I think they were trying to get it done, but um, the whole reason why I got delisted is because they couldn't work out a deal with WayForward. Oh. I, the developers. Yeah, I don't know what it was or what the deal was. or I don't know if they wanted to put it to this next generation. That might have been was and why the deal fell through, but that's why they got delisted and let it go. Because it's backwards compatible on Xbox One. Mm -hmm. yeah, I have a license for that, too. Um you could tell it's a way forward game. It plays like it plays like their mm -hmm. type stuff. And then I would imagine that dude left and went to do yacht games after that, right? Is that the guy that I split off? So. Yeah. Probably, yeah. The shovel knight mechanic you were mentioning, the mm -hmm. pre shovel knight. Uh, what else did I play? PUBG. Russell and I jumped back on PUBG. We played uh we played one night and we played three rounds. We came in they've changed that game so much. 
so much since I last played it. I know you played the PS4 copy more recently than I've played either one of them. Um, there was like a holiday theme in the lobby. There was like mm-hmm. a Christmas tree and an RC car racing around. Uh, we did we did duos. We came in 25th, our first one. We came in 10th, our second one. And then our third round was like uh, 30th or something like that. It was it was a, a severe regression. Yeah. But uh, enough to make you quit. Yep. Like nah, and it was like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Because we that that round we came in 10th. We lasted pretty long. So that's that's pretty far into into the round. I wanted to see you mentioned on podcast a couple weeks ago that they've they've changed some things to that last circle to where you're not just hiding. Yeah. So I, I kind of want to get to the end and see. They're trying to see just what's different. Stop the camping mechanic yeah. when they try to make the games flow a little bit faster. I don't know. That seems like part of it to me. the the worst The worst thing about that last bit of circle that they fixed was the vehicles. Remember when we'd be in the final circle and just be vehicles fucking mad? We call it Mad Max just flying all over the place. Just getting run over as you're laying down. (laughs) That sucked. I hated that. It happened to you a lot, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Getting run over. Yeah. But it was tense, man. We got in a couple good firefights. No kills for me over the three rounds. Mm -hmm. Uh, One in particular, the one we came in 10th, we were going into the very last circle. I think Russell had already been taken out. No, he lost in this firefight. So we're we're not gonna beat the blue circle, right? So we see a we see a bike and we're hauling ass to it. All of a sudden across the screen we see these other two dudes run into the bike and they're gonna get there before us. So it's like that's our chance to get away from the blue. We're gonna die in the blue if we don't try to take them out. So they get on the bike and I actually knocked the guy off on the back. I shot him. I had a bolt action, something I can't remember what weapon it was, but I had a forex scope and I knocked that dude straight off the back. I was like, yes! But we never could kill him. He got behind a tree, and then his buddy killed Russell, and he rezzed his partner, and they took me out almost instantly. Mm-hmm. There's some there's some ninjas on that game. They just we fell off of it when we could have kept with it and gotten way better. These people have stuck with yeah. it, and they're just they're beasts. So it's kind of like people do Call of Duty, just keep playing and keep yeah. better and better and better and better. My friends have done that, and I've I told one of them this past week like I can't play I can't play in the room with y'all because I'll scale up to y'all and I'll just get my ass handed mm-hmm. to me like it's not even I have to play with more people my level. Like you and I could start online together because I'm only at like 31 or something like yeah. that, and they've they've already flipped it over. But uh, it was that same rush, man. PUBG was fun. It was good. And this this is probably the first time I've dove into it real good on Xbox One X, and it plays super smooth on that. It's I, nine day. Yeah. I remember you talking about, hey, the pop-in's not there. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't rubber band. I still had some rubber banding, but I think that's just their jank that's in the game. I don't think that will ever truly go away, go away. But uh, I dove back into some PUBG, and that was fun with Russell. We had a good time with it. Murder Island. That's it for me, sir. Mario World, DuckTales, PUBG, Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. I'm really enjoying playing games with my kids. It's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. We hooked up a Nintendo and, and did a Super Mario Bros. 3, but we didn't get very far into it. They, I think they still prefer the first one and uh, Duck Hunt. Because I plugged in two controllers. I said, you know, instead of passing the controller back and forth when you die, the other person just takes over and they try to do the map mm-hmm. and it just it was too much. They were still swapping the controller. I'm like, no, 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 no. You keep that one. You keep that one. You're fine. You die, you go, you die, you go back to the right. first thing. We'll get there. Baby steps, slowly yeah. but surely. Uh, that's our games played. That's our 2020 preview. You got anything else, sir? Ready to get out of here? Yeah, it's late. It's late. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find this podcast every Tuesday on iTunes. Spotify. Stitcher. Overcast. SoundCloud. Google Play. Google Play Store. We're on Instagram and Twitter under no podcast. Uh, we're still trending up as far as listeners go. So if you've been listening to us 
If you've been listening to us since the beginning, thank you. Thank you for spreading the word. It's working. We're glad you're here. Yep. If you're new to us, why did it take you so long? Welcome. I'm not going to go like my uh, colleague here. I'm going to say <laughs> welcome to the show. I'm critical. Why didn't you find us before? Yeah. How dare you? No. Thank you for listening to us. Yep. Tell your friends. Word of mouth helps. And then if you can uh, rate us on uh, iTunes, uh, go for five. Five stars on yep. iTunes. That'll help out tremendously. But uh, we appreciate you for listening to us this week. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Adios. Like how quick he's going to be to have another head coaching gig. Or was it just Denver he flopped at? Just Denver. Yeah, but he, wasn't that the season with uh, Tim Tebow? They should have kept Tebow. He fucking went to Pittsburgh and beat the Steelers. You don't make the rules. Sometimes you you play the hand you're dealt. Because remember, Denver is a whole different thing. Elway runs that place. That's true. You do what Elway tells you. And he's used to that with a Belichick system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Elway doesn't run doesn't run a good team. Be like Jerry Jones esque. It's like Jerry Jones mixed with uh, Belichick. <laughs>